Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 162 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much once again for joining us as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials. We are studying uh, in the week of June the 13th to June the 19th in uh, 1 Samuel um, in various chapters, uh, chapters 8 to 10. Um, 13 and 15 to 18. And today uh, we're going to look at how God calls people by prophecy to serve in his kingdom and in particular looking at the start of the account of Saul. So as we know from yesterday that the children of Israel want a king um, and the Lord uh, is going to help Samuel to choose this king. And so clearly the people um, recognize that they want Samuel to select this king uh, by the uh, direction of the Lord, which is a good start for a king anyway. Um, And things do begin very well with Saul. Uh, In verse 2, we read of 1 Samuel 9, um, he had a son whose name was Saul, a choice young man and a goodly. And there was not among the children of Israel a goodlier person than he, from his shoulders and upward, he was higher than any of the people. So not only is this Saul uh, a good person at this stage, uh, he is also physically uh, the stature of what you might expect to be a king as well. Elder Neil A. Maxwell taught, quote, uh, Saul, when chosen, was a choice young man. Later, he became encrusted with ego and puffed by power. Uh, Samuel then recalled a time when Saul was little in his own sight. In contrast, true submissiveness greatly enlarges the soul, but without hypocrisy and guile, close quote. And we're going to see um, how this transition takes place over the next few days, uh, because this is uh, one of the tragic stories of the Old Testament, is how Saul, who indeed was, you know, stature-wise and, uh, you know, a, a, a great candidate as a king, and also was very submissive and humble. Um, he begins with this mindset, but over time that changes. Uh, and we need to all consider how we can sometimes have Saul within us and what we need to do to make sure that we stay humble, uh, just like the children of Israel in the um, the cycle of pride that we spoke about a couple of weeks ago uh, in the book of Judges. So uh, Saul um, begins this uh, process Um, He goes to Samuel because he's looking for uh, some donkeys that he has misplaced. And he's very worried about it. uh, And his uh, servants suggest they go to see Samuel. And in verse 15, it says, Now the Lord told Samuel in his ear a day before Saul came, saying, Tomorrow, about this time, I will send thee a man out of the land of Benjamin, and thou shalt anoint him to be captain over my my people Israel, that he may save my people out of the hand of the Philistines. For I have looked upon my people, because their cry is come unto me. And when Samuel saw Saul, the Lord said unto him, Behold the man of whom I spake to thee of, this same shall reign over my people. So we see that not only was Saul, you know, a very good, uh, humble person, not only was he physically very um, capable to be king, but also the Lord chose him. He was chosen of the Lord, uh, and he was to be selected as king of Israel. Now, um, Samuel sees him uh, and starts to treat him well. Um, And then Saul, in verse 21, says, And Saul answered and said, Am I not a a, a Benjamite, 
one of the smallest of the tribes of Israel, and my family the least of all the families of the tribe of Benjamin? Wherefore then speakest thou so to me? Um, not only that, but uh, Samuel then takes him into his home and provides a meal for him uh, and sits him at the, at the highest you know, place at the table um, and begins to treat him uh, like a king. Um, but Saul is, you know, very humble about it. You know, he says, why, why do you speak of me becoming king? Um, and that reminds us, uh, perhaps, of Gideon's um, protests when we studied about him a couple of weeks ago, you know, talking about the, the tribe that he was from, that it was a small tribe, that he was one of the smallest in the tribe as well. But in First Samuel uh, chapter 10, verse 1, we read of how Samuel anoints Saul to be the king, the captain over the Lord's inheritance. Uh, in verse 1 it says, Then Samuel took a vial of oil and poured it upon his head and kissed him and said, Is it not because the Lord hath anointed thee to be captain over his inheritance? And we see this anointing as be a symbolic act uh, which is poured from heaven. President Alan H. Oaks taught, quote, the Old Testament frequently mentions anointing with oil as part of a blessing conferred by a priesthood authority. Anointings were declared to be for sanctification and perhaps can also be seen as symbolic of the blessings to be poured out from heaven as a result of this sacred act. Uh, close quote. And that is why, of course, we use anointing today. Uh, it's, it's well practiced in, in, the, in the Lord's Church today as well. Um, an ordinance of preparation for blessings to come, uh, and that those anointings are sealed. Uh, we also receive anointings in the temple, uh, and so this is clearly something which has been a practice um, in the Lord's um, church or by the Lord's prophets uh, for centuries. Uh, so we move forward uh, in this account, and Samuel basically foretells to Saul, to Saul, uh, what is going to happen. Uh, that he is going to prophesy that he is going to be turned into another man in verse 6 it talks about uh, that the spirit of the Lord will come upon him and President Spencer W. Kimball taught about this saying quote in my experience there have been numerous people who like Saul and David and Matthias like Paul and Peter and Joshua have through the setting apart received large, largeness of heart extended influence increased wisdom enlarged vision and new powers I have seen many who have been given a new heart, who have turned into another man, and who have been and made into a new creature. Close quote. Um, for us, you know, when we are um, called to do things, and this doesn't necessarily just have to be a calling in the church, but of course we are speaking, I think, you know, speaking of that, when a, a calling or a setting apart takes place, that should be a precious moment, uh, and should be a moment from which that we are made a new creature, and turn into another man or woman, uh, that we can move forward with an added portion of the Spirit to help us uh, accomplish something that the Lord desires us to do. Uh, but of course, you know, we can receive blessings and changes of heart without being set apart for a calling as well. Uh, and we should seek to do that in our lives when we are going about the things which we feel the Lord would have us do. Uh, so this is um, told to Saul, We'll skip forward to the end of 1 Samuel 10, uh, where basically um, Samuel calls all the people together uh, and says that <clears throat> that they are, are rejecting their God. He does remind them that even though this is something that the Lord has chosen for them, 
or allow them to have. In verse 19, And ye have this day rejected your God, who himself saved you out of all your adversities and your tribulations. And ye have said unto him, Nay, but set a king over us. Now therefore present yourselves before the Lord by your tribes. So he asked the, the tribes to come forward together. And of course, he's looking for the tribe of Benjamin. And uh, when, when the tribe of Benjamin comes forward, um, Saul's not there. <laughs> um, and in verse 22, it says, Therefore they inquired of the Lord further, if the man should yet come thither. And the Lord answered, Behold, he hath hid himself among the stuff. Um, when we say stuff, um, the, in, the, in the New International Version of the, of the Scriptures, it says the baggage. Uh, and basically, he's hiding amongst some things. Um, but in verse 23, it says, And they ran and fetched him thence. And when he stood among the people, he was higher than any of the people from his shoulders and upward. But again, this uh, act just shows us the, the height of humility. Never mind the height of stature that Saul has, but the amount and the height of humility that he has to basically hide himself away when, the, when a king is called for. He hides himself away and uh, tries to not be there. And I guess, you know, we can sometimes relate to Saul when we are called to do things or we are, um, you know, asked, asked to do things by the Lord. We may shrink away, perhaps, not because of fear, but because we are just, we just feel like it, it surely can't be us. We are, we are too humble, maybe. Um, but he is anointed king. He is accepted as king uh, amongst the children of Israel. And from this point forward, we see some great um, acts uh, in, his, um, in his reign as king to begin with. So we'll go into um, some of that tomorrow. But more particularly, uh, we'll be then jumping ahead uh, to chapter um, 13, where, um, unfortunately, uh, we see some of the downfall of Saul. So thank you so much uh, for sharing this time with us today. Please join us tomorrow as we continue through. Uh, and until we meet again.